Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fenske from CN Public Affairs and joining me is David Shudnovic, CN's Director of Grain Marketing. David, let's chat about the state of the hopper car fleet. Where are we in terms of its age and, and composition? Well, a significant portion of the hopper car fleet in Western Canada is at the end of its useful life. Provincial and federal hopper car new build programs from the 1970s into the early 1980s brought around 10,000 cars into service for grain movement. Many of these cars are pushing 40 years or more, and they're generally less productive as well than more modern jumbo cars that are heavier loading and have capacity of 5,150 cubic feet or better. And you can expect the normal attrition rate on cars of 1-2% to per year, so these older cars have a higher attrition rate. And it's 2020 2526 when the biggest slug of these cars are going to age out once they hit 50 years old. This summer we fixed over 700 hoppers in front of new crop to be ready for a big harvest and a lot of those hoppers are really showing their age. CN recently updated its fleet integration program offering for new crop. How does that program work? Well it's interesting there's so much focus on the renewal of hopper car fleet but CN has programs that allow customers to integrate private hopper cars into our common pool of equipment in return for a fixed amount of monthly priority car supply. Shipments in minimum 25 car blocks and the car supply is combinable with other car supply that a customer might get in order to build up to unit train quantities. So for grain moving in commercial lanes like wheat mills or to oat processing plants or to other spots in the U.S. or beyond Thunder Bay direct to eastern Canada, CN compensates customers for their hoppers at market-based rates. So you get car compensation to cover your lease cost. CN also offers an export fleet integration program for revenue cap regulated movement to port, but CN doesn't compensate customers for cars due to issues surrounding the maximum revenue entitlement or revenue cap. And the benefit to the customer here is priority car supply, the opportunity to shift market share in the country in the right direction when grain movement's strong, and protect their car supply when the size of the rail program that can be delivered is constrained due to winter weather or other factors. So it's good insurance. So there are a lot of options. Who can participate? Well, it's pretty wide open. These are very inclusive programs. The customer doesn't even need to own any country elevators to participate. So that makes it a great fit for short lines or for players in the market with good destinations to ship to, but no concrete assets in the country. The car supply is tradable in the market, and CN and the customer each have obligations under the contract. We have larger and smaller players in these programs, and they're a win-win for the customer and for CN. Thanks for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in an upcoming podcast, please visit cn.ca slash grain to submit a question or find us on Twitter at CN Railway. And remember, so you don't miss an episode, you can listen and subscribe to CN's Grain Insight on Apple Podcasts and Google Play.